Hi, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny podcast, where every single Tuesday we interview a new guest to talk about topics to help you craft your own fit life. The title Stop Chasing Skinny comes from my own personal tagline of life begins when you stop chasing skinny. You see, I spent many years running many miles, taking many classes, and trying many diets, but none of those worked. So finally, I got down to the business of understanding what really matters. And it's not just about how much exercise you can do or how little you can eat. It's everything else that goes into it. So I created this podcast to help you so you can craft your own fit life. Every single Tuesday, you can listen to an interview with a guest. And now every Friday, you can listen to me a second time where I take questions you have sent to me and I spend about 15 minutes answering them. You can even feed your brain this nourishing brain food by listening while you're cooking, commuting, cleaning, walking the dog, or just about anything else. Because that is how we craft a fit life. So let's get on with the show. Today's guest is Jared Goff. Jared is a master healer, mentor, and a noisemaker and muscle whisperer. Jared is an expert at helping others understand their pain, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional. And the way that he does this is through a technique called muscle alignment reprogramming therapy. It isolates the areas of pain and actually retrains those muscles to function with ease. Jared has always been fascinated with the human body. And of course, this fixation with anatomy combined with a passion for sports, it naturally led Jared to college education in physical therapy and sports medicine. Well, during a break from his formal education, he decided to take a massage therapy class for fun, and it was there that he discovered his true calling. Jared's expertise encompasses a joining of Eastern and Western approaches to medicine. Jared's natural talent is enhanced by experience in physical therapy, sports medicine, massage therapy, body language, and essential oils. So let's hear what Jared has to tell us as a mentor and a personal coach. So welcome to the show, Jared. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for talking to us today. It's so funny. We were talking right before we started recording, and we were saying that there is nothing accidental in timing. I was referred to you by a, a mutual friend that's actually in my networking group, and she said uh, when we were hiking one day, hey, how, how is it whenever you're working with clients, does a lot of emotional stuff come up because I heard that emotions are stored in your muscles? And I was like, whoa, tell me more about this. And she was like, oh, it's this guy I know. So I was like, could you please put me in? touch with him. (laughs) So anyway, we brought Jared onto the show today to talk about muscle memory and brain memory and how our body is connected and what role emotions play in everything. Let's go ahead and just jump right into it and start talking about muscle memory and brain memory. Awesome. Well, uh, first of all, we got to understand how the body functions. That's the number one is a lot of us, we don't understand and are not aware of how our own body functions. That's the first thing with whether you're, um, you know, to stop chasing skinny, to to not have as much pain, you know, to do whatever you want to do spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, you've got to understand what your body is saying to you. Um, we all have body, we all have muscles, we've got that, but we, we've gone through different emotional experiences in our lives, different environments that we grow up in. So we all have the same muscle structure, we all have the same skeletal structure, but it's our environment that kind of shapes and grows our muscles to, to where they are today. And so the first thing that we've got to be aware of, of is, is how our own body 
speaks or talks with us. And if we can understand how it speaks and talks with us, then we're going to be able to move forward in, in, a, in a better way. And so in our bodies, we have what I like to call the four structures. Um, there's bones, ligaments, tendons, and muscles. And all these work together to get us to move in, into a, a whole body will so that we're always moving forward. Um, what people don't understand is our brain holds in the memories of events that have happened into, in our life. Uh, our muscle structure is what holds in the emotions of those events that have happened in our lives. And as, as we all know, we, we all heard of muscle memory cells or, um, you know, the subconscious. Uh, you know, if you've ever been driving, you know, to, to work and, and somehow you get to work and you go, how in the world did I get here? You weren't <laughs> yes. even thinking about it. Does that make sense? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Or the other thing is, and this is what I, you know, people go, oh yeah, that happens all the time. I go, well, how many of you guys have thought and kept thinking, oh, I've got to go to the store and get this and this and this and this. And all of a sudden you find yourself hitting the button for the garage on your own house to go up. And you're like, wait a minute, I needed to be at the store, but because after work, you're already programmed with that muscle memory cell or that subconscious to go home. That's what happens. Yeah. And so that's what separates is, is we've got to get our, our brain and our bodies on the same wavelength and working together. And, and that's what I do. And that's what I love explaining to people of how their muscles work. And they go, oh, hey, that makes so much sense. Why, why I'm feeling that way. And, 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 and then to help them be able to get over whatever they're trying to do, whatever lifestyle they're trying to change. Because we know that we are creatures of habit. And why are we creatures of habit is because we love the, those muscle memory, the, the muscle spindle cells is what they're called. They love doing the same thing over and over again. It gets comfortable. And so that's kind of the direction that we're going to we're going to kind of go with that. It's going to help, you know, people who are stressed with pain, you know, in their neck and shoulders um, back. The pain in our body actually is trying to tell us what emotional stickiness we have in our bodies and how to actually help take care of it. The problem is we're not aware and we're not listening. And that's that's the thing that, that we really need to get through to our brains is is to kind of have our brains quit freaking out when something is going on with our bodies. We just got to be made aware of it. Because it's almost like a warning light, right? Like your check Absolutely. engine light comes on? Yeah. Hmm. Usually, though, when the check engine light comes on, <laughs> it's almost a little too late. <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe you your know, check oil light comes on. <laughs> yeah. That's like the last, you know, that check engine light is kind of the last the, la the car's last-ditch effort to be like, hey, there's really something going on. You really need to get us checked out because if you don't, if you don't do it when the check engine light comes on, then it could actually destroy the motor. And that's the same thing with our bodies. The pains in our bodies are actually the symptoms of the body asking for help before something else kind of tragically happens. Wow. So that totally makes sense. And I think some people drive with their check engine light on a little too long, myself included, and then yeah. end up really sick.
Let's talk about emotions and compensation. I, I had asked you to give me some pointers on on even how to how to ask you questions about this because I'm so new to it. So mm-hmm. yeah, so one of the points is emotions and compensation. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so what happens, so let's say, I love using this analogy. So let's say that uh, I love camping and this is actually where I came up with this analogy is if you take if you take a tent pole and you just you know, stick it in the ground and let it go, it's going to fall over. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So that tent pole kind of represents our, our skeletal structure. You can go to any doctor's office and you're going to see a skeleton kind of in the corner, but it's not standing there by itself. You know, it's got a hook or something in the top of its head that's actually holding it in place. And so a skeletal by itself, it, it's not going to do anything. So you need, you need the tension of those muscles attached to the top to get the tent pole to stay upright. Uh, and that's, okay, what, yep. that's what our muscles do. Yep. Okay. They attach our muscles attached to, so a muscle, there's tendons, like I talked about, the tendons attach a muscle to a bone. All right. And the ligaments hold a bone to a bone. We got to get this straight before we kind of go into everything. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just kind of the basis. We right get those there. confused so, a lot, I think. Yeah. People get them very much confused. So we have a bone and then a ligament attaches a bone to a bone and your tendons attach a muscle to a bone. And that's really important to understand because ligaments, bones, and tendons will not move without the contraction of muscle. They would just fall apart. Yep. So that's what's really important is for any movement that we make in our body at all, there is a muscle fiber doing that, any type of movement. And so um, with, with that, so let's say that, that you have these, these tent poles, you have these tent poles and you have muscles you know, attached down to stakes and to the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say that one on the right side is too tight or has tightened up. It's going to lean that tent pole the way that that rope is pulling. So mm-hmm. it's going to pull mm-hmm. it out of alignment. Well, the other three don't just sit there and be like, okay, hey, great, you're going to pull us out of alignment. What happens is they tense up. So with muscles, the muscles, if the, if the alignment starts to go one way, then they have to tighten up twice as much to get that alignment back to straight up and down. And so, and, you know, and then when that happens and another muscle has to contract and another muscle has to compensate and another muscle has to compensate, and all of a sudden the, the problem muscle or the problem area that first started to go awry that's where the problem is, but the symptom the symptoms show up where the compensation is. Okay, so everywhere else, like if your chest is is tight, you're it's, you're gonna feel it in your back. Absolutely, a lot of times women, it's their neck and shoulders. I hear that all the they, time. They yeah. get stressed out when they get stressed out. It's their neck and shoulders, and then go down their back to their you know their rhomboids, yep. which is the muscles in between the shoulder blades. When people come in and see me, and what I do is I actually, it's, it's muscle alignment and reprogramming therapy, or MART. And we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. You've heard me talk a lot about learning how to reach your fitness goals, and more frequently, how to look as fit as you feel, while learning to stop chasing skinny. And you've also thought to yourselves, yeah, 
I do want to reach my fitness goals in a shorter, more concise way. To stop wasting my time bouncing back and forth from fitness tip to fitness tip in magazines, wasting hours researching the latest and greatest diet, only to end up looking and feeling the same way you've been looking and feeling for years. And my guess is that you've been thinking about this for a long time. Am I right? I know the feeling because I played these games too. For a very long time, in fact. I'm here to tell you this. Stop thinking and sign up for the SK Fit Life Challenge, an online training, nutrition, and coaching program that will lead you through 12 weeks of step-by-step guidance to help you finally reach your goals of looking fabulous and feeling fabulous. You're going to get to free up all the headspace you've been wasting, picking through random diet information being fed to you through the media and simplifying the seemingly complicated world of health. Your chances now. Do you really need more time, more information, more plans for the future? Or do you want to become that fit person today? Because the truth is this. You can be that fit person. Or you can be the person that sits around thinking about becoming fitter. It's your choice. Read more magazines, blog posts, and bits and pieces on social media. Or take action. Because let's face it. If you're not where you want to be, your current program is not working out for you. I want you to be successful. And why is this? Because you've already got what it takes. You've been doing the work all along. It's just been the wrong work. You have the desire, the discipline, and the potential. Now let's get you on the right track so those efforts you are already putting in can take you in the best direction possible. Join me and the hundreds of other SK FitLife clients for the 12-week online fitness challenge at skfitlife.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. M-A-R-T. It's Muscle Alignment Reprogramming Therapy. And so even when they come in and see me, I'll ask, okay, well, what are we working on today? What's the thing? And they always say, oh, it's my neck and shoulders. That's where I hold all of my stress. And that's fine. But as we go throughout and I work on the body, the, the, those are the symptom areas that the body is, that's the check engine light. Okay. That when the neck and shoulders start to hurt, those emotions that are stored within the body are about voice box next level. Like they're ready to come out and the muscles in the neck and shoulders are tightening up to try and keep them down. They're just trying to keep things together. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, they're, they're, it's trying to keep things together. Because what happens is if the body relaxes at any time, and this is where the brain and the muscles come into play, in our lives growing up, we've experienced pain, we've experienced hurt, heartache, and sorrow on a spiritual, mental, and emotional, physical level. Well, the, the muscles hold in those emotions. And so as the emotions kind of start to rise, the brain has to check in and be like, you know what? Um, we're not supposed to cry. Um, we're supposed to handle this. You know, we're not supposed to do this. And so it actually will, will, will tell the muscles, hey, stay tight to shove it down. Mm-hmm. And so the more it stays shoved down, the more that it, it gets suppressed, the tighter the muscles get. It's kind of like a pressure cooker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, and this is what happens, and I know this happens, is, you know, women with kids and husbands or, or even single, all of a sudden at the most – I don't want to say the dumbest thing, but the straw that breaks a camel back and they just blow up. Yeah. You know, they just go off with their kids. They go off with their husbands. They, they go off on their friends. And the reason why that is, is the emotions have been building up inside for so long that the body can't hold it in anymore. 
And so it it blows kind of like a fusion. It took the pressure cooker off. Wow. It just kind of opened that that little valve. Huh. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Kind of makes sense. You know, and even thinking about this is is when your neck and shoulders start to hurt, you know, for those women out there that I'm talking to, when your neck and shoulders start to hurt, your jaw starts to hurt as well. Right. Because what happens is you're, you can actually tell that when the jaw tightens up, that is it trying to push the emotion back down. So it's not like, the stress, it's the emotion of what's going on. So it's swallowing it. it ke- it's keeping it in. Okay. And because, like yeah, clenching ahead. your jaw um, or grinding your teeth would be the jaw. I mean, part, in part is your... your tightening it up too, right? Absolutely. Yep. And absolutely. So you're tightening it up because you don't want it to come out of your mouth. Because if you relax your jaw, that gives your body permission to relax and the emotion will come out. So now tell me about Mart and how does that, how does that release this, this tension? We have emotions. That's what makes us human. Mm-hmm. All right. If we didn't have emotions, you know, we'd kind of be like the animals. But we have emotions. That's what helps keep us and lets us know that we're alive. Now, what happens is, is if we get enough emotions inside, then we become emotional. Okay. So when enough emotions have built up, we get emotional. Think about it this way. I love this analogy. Is if you get in a car accident with a drunk person and a sober person, which one gets the worst end of it? The sober person. Why? Because they tensed up. The drunk person, too slow, not, the reflexes just didn't make them tense up. Yep. They just go with the flow. Yeah. They're not huh. holding on to things. And so how we get negative emotion or we get emotional is when we have tense, tight, and a contracted muscle. And when that happens, our muscles actually will contract to protect ourselves. And so as it contracts to protect ourselves, that's when the negative emotion kind of gets jammed in there. And that's what forms or starts forming a knot. Ah, okay. So so then I think you said before it's not what you think. <laughs> it's not what you think. Yeah. So your physical pain is kind of an emotional manifestation of what started or what the problem is at the beginning. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. then then this manual therapy, are mm-hmm. you applying pressure to some of these points? Um, yes. Are you working it out? Like how, how does that work? Yeah. So um, in to speak kind of in the massage therapy realm, the word would kind of be more trigger point therapy. Okay. Okay. Um, but what I do is it's not necessarily, you know, People are like, oh, that's so deep, you know, deep tissue, rolfing. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of different things. And people are always like, man, you, you go so deep. But the thing is I don't need to go deep and I don't have to go deep because I know exactly where the, the specific knot is. And so as we put pressure on that knot, the, the muscles, what they do when there's pain, so you push on a knot and there's pain. Uh-huh. Well, what the muscles and what the body's doing, pain equals protection. So it will, it'll shorten up or it'll cramp to try and help protect that, that muscle structure of the pain. That's what the body automatically does. Um, you know, if, if you were going to get hit, you know, your body would automatically flinch or you'd automatically tense up 
to brace yourself for what's coming. Right. And that's what happens in life is we tense up or we tighten up to brace ourselves for stress or overwhelming or, oh, no, I know it's coming. I, I better tighten myself up. I better protect myself. The body goes into that protection mode. You know, we've all heard of the fetal mode, you know, the fetal position and everything else. Well, what it is is it's a natural protection for our bodies. And so as we go in and we push on that knot and we get that body to or we get that muscle to tighten up, what we're doing is we're, we're creating a systems check okay. where the brain is like, hey, wait a minute, there's pain. Uh, we got to go check through our systems to see what's going on. Well, as we keep constant pressure, and it's a constant pressure, and then with movement, there's, there's range of motion movement, it's passive movement, which I do. Okay. Right. Um, what that does is I'm, I'm causing the body to see where it can't move and where it's supposed to be moving to. And so it makes itself aware of, oh, hey, wait a minute, I can't, why can't I straighten out my leg? Well, it's because there's this pressure and this pain. A lot of times there is emotion in there. You know, clients will start to squirm a little bit. Um, they'll get emotional. And emotion starts coming out kind of like um, there's some anger, frustration, uh, movement. You know, the skin gets clammy. There's all sorts of chemical changes that happen wow. when emotion is starting to move. And so as that starts to move, the brain goes, um, as the emotion starts to move out, the brain starts going, well, this is wrong. This is bad. It's hurting too much. We we need to stop. We need to move. And the clients are about ready to get to that point. And then I just coach them through taking a deep breath and relaxing as I'm moving things around. And as they relax and as they kind of let their minds be like, hey, you know what? It's it's a knot. It's nothing extremely too dangerous. When, that, when the body gets out of protection mode, or it's really the post-traumatic stress syndrome is what it is, but yeah. there's just yeah. some more ranges of it, then all of a sudden the body will actually send a little bit of an electric shock to that muscle and release it. And when that muscle releases and the body relaxes, the emotion is allowed, is allowed to actually leave the body. And by doing that, it reprograms, and then after it lets go, um, you know, the range of motion still continues to happen to show the brain, to show the body that this is the new pattern that the muscle needs to work in, in a relaxed way, not in a tense way. That's great. So somebody who's been working with you, then they they may come in and be all tensed up in their shoulders and, and within their neck, but it sounds like they're better able to handle all the stress that life's giving to them on a regular basis, which then I guess after your explanation means that they're stressing less because now they can handle it. And we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back. And today's show is sponsored by Memer Media Group. Memer Media Group is passionate about helping professionals in the fitness industry expand their influence and businesses beyond the confines of their local community. For the very first time in history, health, wellness, and fitness coaches can make a positive impact and earn an income from anywhere in the world. Check out Memer Media Group at memermediagroup.com. M-E-E-M-U-R 
Media Group. And welcome back. Absolutely. And that's the thing is the stress doesn't stop coming. Right. Unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) if you figure that out, let me know, you know. I would be rich. (laughs) You know, but that's the thing is, is with our bodies relaxed and aware of ourselves, it doesn't matter what comes at us. If we can stay relaxed, then it just kind of bounces off and we're kind of like that drunk person that if we get in a car accident or something big happens and we just kind of roll with it, yeah, we're going to be less injured. <laughs> and a lot of that, a lot of that has to do with, and dare I say it, taking time to heal ourselves. Yes, say it again because <laughs> I need to hear it. My listeners yes. need to hear it. But I, I, I think we hear a lot of times, okay, so take time for yourselves. We all hear it. We know we should do it. And sometimes we do it, but what are we doing? What is the most productive way to take time for yourself? And, you know, massage therapy is yeah. great, not just for the relaxation, but for, for the medical benefits here. Absolutely. And massage therapy is, is great. You know, what I do with muscle alignment reprogramming therapy is fantastic. But really the first step, you know, I've, I've had clients who come in and they're like, you know what, I, you know, I, I can't see you all the time. There's stuff going on. You know, money's low. What can I do? And I said, you know, one of the best things that you can do is at the end of the day, go take 15 minutes and take a bubble bath. Mm. Or, you know what, if you're stressed out in the middle of the day, why not take a bubble bath on your lunch break? You know, if you can, it's, it's you're doing something for yourself to get you into a relaxed position. This is where we are as a society. We are so busy. Mm. We are so busy that what happens is when we actually have downtime, Guess when our bodies heal and clears out of the emotion is when we're relaxed and we have downtime. So all of a sudden we have downtime and we're feeling relaxed and all of a sudden we're getting this emotion. What happens as emotion comes, our, our brain tries to make sense of what's going on in our body. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me say that again. Our brain is trying to make sense of the emotions going on in our body. Well, as we sit down and relax and all of a sudden our bodies are like, oh, hey, we, we got five minutes to heal. We need, you know, we've got some emotion, we've got some frustration, we've got some anger coming out, we've got some sadness coming out. All of a sudden the brain goes, uh-oh, we're showing emotion and this is, you know, and we're used to being busy and so relaxing is actually detrimental to our health. So we better go out and do something all over again because what happens is that emotion is starting to come out. The body is starting to heal and the brain says, um, we don't know what this is. A lot of emotion that comes out of the body can be dealt with uh, anxiety. I've had people who've had anxiety come in to see me like crazy. We've released a couple of muscles. We've, we've actually made them aware of emotion actually is transferred into the brain and the brain says, oh, this must be anxiety or panic attacks or depression. Mm-hmm. And we've actually been able to get people to relax and to be okay because when we relax, then we're safe and when we're safe that's when our body actually becomes gets gets ready to heal so i've had some people who have had the post traumatic stress syndrome from a car accident from something that that's extremely uh, tragic i won't go into a whole lot of details what i've dealt with 
But, you know, whether it's a post-traumatic stress syndrome of war or post-traumatic stress syndrome of being in a car accident, Mm -hmm. what happens is, is during those first times, we are on survival mode. We're in protection mode. And so all of a sudden we get in this, this accident or, or, you know, people come home that are deployed and they're only here for a month, but they know they have to go back. So they stay in that, that protection mode. They don't ever let their bodies relax because in their brain, the body says, if we relax, there's a chance we might die. You know, Uh... we can't relax. We can't relax. We can't relax. It's not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe to relax. It's not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe. Well, all of a sudden, so you've got this car accident or, you, you know, other things. And usually what happens is people are fine about the first two to three months. After three months, this, uh, a soldier comes home. After about three months, that's when all of a sudden they start getting anxiety. They start getting panic attacks. They start having to worry about, um, okay, somebody following me. Does that make sense? There's a lot of mental totally. stuff. Totally. You're describing me to a T, to oh. tell you the truth, <laughs> because I'm great under pressure. It's mm-hmm. after the pressure is gone that I lose it. <laughs> like yeah. I have anxiety. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yep. And here's the reason why. Because after about three months, you are safe. Uh. And when you get safe, when the body feels safe, that's when the emotions in the muscles, okay, think about it. So when you're tense, when you're, when you're just into whatever you're doing, there's this tenseness there. There's yeah. this, just this, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's just, just like, oh, you know, we just got to get this done. We're going to stay tense. We're going to sleep tense. We're going to eat tense. We're going to work out tense. Yeah, everything's gotta, in high gear. Uh, everything's in high gear. So guess where all the emotion gets stored is in that tension. Well, when everything's done and you can relax and the muscles relax, if when muscles relax and if there's emotion held in the muscles and the muscles relax, guess now where the emotions got to go. It's got to go somewhere. (laughs) Got to go out. And as you feel that, the brain says, "Uh, this is emotion. We don't know what this is. This is bad. You know, and we've been taught, what are you crying for? Uh, Don't cry. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, suck it up. Suck it up, rub some dirt on it. So when all of a sudden this comes up, the brain goes, this we we don't know what this is. And so what it does is it kicks it and makes it think that it's anxiety. It's, you know, depression. It's scared. It's fear. You know, I've I've talked to a lot of people that they're like, I'm just I just have so much anxiety. I go, what's my well, I'm just scared. What are you scared of? I don't know. I'm just scared. And once I can get them past the scared point into a deeper relaxation and pop a knot loose or a muscle loose, all of a sudden that scared actually turns into sadness and they can cry. And if they can cry or laugh, I'll even have some people who they'll just they'll just start laughing. <laughs> like, what am I laughing for? And then the laughing turns into crying. And, you know, we've all done that where we've laughed so hard that then we just start crying. Right. Or and so sad that all of a sudden then it turns into laughing. Right. <laughs> and so what that is, is it's our, our brain is trying to protect ourselves from whatever it is it doesn't understand. And uh-huh. our brain doesn't understand our body because we're not connected with our body. So as I've explained, you know, what really anxiety is and all the emotions and everything else, I'll have clients that come in and they go, when I feel the anxiety or I feel this whatever it is, they go, I will sit down. And I will just give myself permission to 
do whatever emotional thing it needs to happen. Sometimes they laugh. Sometimes they cry. Sometimes they have to go out and hit a punching bag. I've, I've helped majority of people who've had anxiety, depression, mental stuff. Now, there's a difference between a chemical imbalance, okay? Mm-hmm. But most of us are most of us are just in a depressed, sad mood. We're not actually depressed chemically. You know, there's clinical depression, which is a chemical imbalance in the brain, and then there's just I'm I'm depressed and then I don't know why I got depressed and I don't know why I was depressed, so I'm just going to be depressed. Yeah. When really it's just like a cloud in front of a mountain. You're just in a depressed mood. And so then we tighten up and, and our body, our brain doesn't understand what's going on with the body that really it just needs to release this emotion. And a lot of people find that through exercise or yoga or going into nature, going on a balance. You know, does that make sense? They find a lot of relief that way, which is awesome because it's physical movement. Yeah. But it still does not allow the body to be still and heal. That totally makes sense because I, so myself, like I said, I mean, I know that I have too much on my plate for a long time. And then once things clear up and, and things come off my plate, then I'm like, what, what, what do I do? (laughs) What else do I do? But at the same time, I get really sleepy. Like I really need like 10 hours of sleep and I'm like, what's wrong with me? It's really nothing is wrong with me. It's that I was in high gear for most of the year and you just got to go to sleep. And I see that with clients a lot too. They get really down on themselves because they're in kind of that depressed state. But it's, it's you know, you can't stay in high gear 24-7, 365 days a year. And this mm-hmm. really, I think, ties all of that together, everything you just said. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that I love to tell people when they go, well, what's wrong with me? There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Yeah. No, it's not a matter of right because think about it. If people says, "Well, what's wrong with me?" then there's got to be a right. Yeah. People say, "Well, what's right with me?" <laughs> <laughs> that would say, "What's wrong with me?" And so I have to explain to them, "Hey, there's nothing wrong with you. Your body is just trying to talk to you. It's trying to get a hold of you." And really, the only way that we even listen to our bodies, because we don't listen to our bodies when we're not in pain. Right. We only listen to our bodies when something's not good yeah and so guess how our bodies speak to us is through pain dreams <laughs> yeah or pain or you know and i've got this a lot of people are like well i went to bed fine and i woke up and i have a stiff neck i hear and that a lot okay so you yeah. so that's a that lot, lot of stress huh yeah so well i got stress we've kind of gone into this so our neck when usually our neck hurts it's because we're either looking too many different directions or we don't want to look in any direction. Hmm. And then the shoulders generally are too much responsibility. We have too much responsibility on our shoulders. Wow. And we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back. Have you signed up for the 10-Day Jumpstart program yet? It's free. The SK Fit Life 10-Day Jumpstart program is 10 days of emailed lessons straight in your inbox. All of my best lessons straight to you for free. Go to www.skfitlife.com slash free 10 day. That's F-R-E-E 10-D-A-Y. See you there. And welcome back. 
kind of bringing it back to where we started, it's it's having awareness. It's having awareness of your your body, of your emotions, of your automated responses, just like the the muscle automation that we've created. We've created these automatic responses to a lot of these social settings too. So just having that awareness, I think, would solve a lot of our problems. Absolutely. How can somebody find more information about you? Where are you located? I mean, that would be really cool if somebody could actually come see you. I'm actually located in St. George, Utah. All right. Uh, it's the southwest corner of Utah. It, it's, a, it's a great little town. You know, lots of recreation, hiking, see a lot of lot of tourists. It's, it's an extremely, you know, we're 45 minutes away from Zions National Park, hour and a half away from Bryce Canyons National Park. A lot of stuff going on in St. George. So that's where I'm located at. My office number is actually, it's 435-313-5273. Um, my Facebook is Total Balance Health and Wellness. You can also go to go to my website, which is totalbalancehealthandwellness.com. We're revamping it a little bit. Uh, it's an older site, so uh, don't judge me on my website right now. You can email me at totalbalancehealthandwellness at gmail.com. If you have any questions, uh, I'd love to hear from you. That's awesome. We'll put all that contact information in the show notes too. So if you're driving or walking or something like that, you can look it up later. Um, wow. Thank you so much, Jared. I really appreciate it. You are very welcome. I am so glad we got to connect. Yeah, this is great. 